Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds and One Quest. I nearly said talking 1265, Norm. That would have been... I that would almost, have been glorious. I, like, I had like a half second of panic going, it's not that. What? Oh, yeah. Two Nerds, One Quest. <laughs> it feels like it, though. It's a Sunday. It's football Sunday. It is. It's football Sunday. Sure. Football. It's Those football of you that Sunday. don't know me. Me and Norm, along with a couple of other friends of ours, used to do a Green Bay Packers podcast. That's what we're referring to. Anyways, that's not why you're here today. You're here for the D&D. I am your host, JC, your DM, along with these two nerds. You got Ryan Crixus Cooch. Boomtown, get him. Hells, yeah. And, of course, Tom Aaron Norman. I am pumped. To slay you are a dragon. Pumped to slay a dragon. You gotta find the freaking dragon first. And good luck when you get there. <laughs> I don't need that attitude from you, young man. Says the DM. You have everything the adventure gave you. <laughs> good luck. Holy crap, my Chromebook's really bright when I'm... That's better. <laughs> See the bright, shiny on my face. Norm, you wanna... Uh... Give us a recap of what happened last week. Do we remember what happened last week? Uh, a lot of traveling and talking. Spark yeah. bore. Oh, that's right. We killed the. So, Kukta, do you read? Do you listen to Chris Jericho's podcast, The Pod? Uh, I, I used to, and then now it's really intermittent. I basically just have to hear. If someone interesting is on it, and then I tune in. Okay. Not regularly. You'll have to read the show notes from last week's episode. Okay. <laughs> it's just a brief reference. I thought it was funny. Um, interesting. Yeah, so we... Honestly? The last week was a show. I don't remember. You, we went... You annihilated a lightning boar? Sure. Yeah. We killed the boar. And I say annihilated generously. <laughs> into wow. the pooper out through the mouth I, I think it's interesting uh, to me so we killed the boar we uh, ransacked some orc quarters basically That's right. and uh, we found a couple yep. interesting pieces of uh, of literature that uh, we needed to get interpreted because it's in orcish and additionally What's important for Crixus is he found a BA shield, which is a big deal to me. Which I don't think made it onto the stream last week because I was not a prepared, as prepared as I would have liked. But this shield had an engraving on it, and this is mainly for the people of the podcast because I fumbled my way through that, and that was awful to listen to. On this shield is a tower. Like, if you think about, you look at your basic chest set, like a rook tower with a lightning bolt striking it done in black and yellow. That's what is embossed on this shield. Which turned out to be awesome. a shield. Which AC at this level awesome. is a premium, so Crixus yeah, right? was pretty excited. <laughs> yeah, that puts my AC at 19, which feels yeah, real I, solid. Closer, closer to what you're used to. <laughs> At least with me DMing. So what's funny is I thought all of that stuff happened the week before. No. My, bra my brain <laughs> melted this morning. 
was like, was that last week? No, that was two weeks ago. We... No, we killed the boar two weeks ago. What did we do last week? Shit, I just listened to it. Yeah. And then I think, so we ended up in Fandolin, where we're at right now. Yes. And then, uh... Um... After some discussions and interpretation and, you know, assumptions, I think we know where we're going to head and feels like we're headed to Ice Spire. Yes, that sounds correct. Ice Spire Peak in the Sword Mountains, south of Handling. So we are prepping for that trip. Yes, you are. You know it is going to be cold. Like, very cold. The season changing. Coming. Fall. Leaves are different colors at the base of the foothills. You know, once you start getting up into these mountains, it's going to be freezing. Hey, are we going to level up? Yeah. Hey, yeah. We did that last week, and we said we were going to do that at the beginning. Yes, you're going to level up. You're going to need it. So why don't we talk ourselves through that first? So in leveling up, and I'm going to level up Eliana, I'm going to talk through the perspective of her. Right. So in D&D Beyond, you click on your character name, as we come known to do, and it pops up a window for you. You can select Manage Levels. And in your upper right corner, it'll give you your level to select, which we're going to 5 from level 4. D&D Beyond is so handy. So I can't just jump to level 20? No, no. I mean, we could, but I got to prep for it. I'll have one awful episode, and then uh, <clears throat> then it's going to be like maybe the final episode of this adventure, and we'll start a new adventure fresh. <laughs> yeah, it would be like a, like a sitcom we jump 20 years into the future. Uh-huh. I have ideas about, like, time jumping and stuff. I know um, DM I was playing with just time jumped his game forward 10 years and then put it on hiatus, which is, oh. yeah, because my character didn't actually, my character didn't make the time jump, so he actually aged 10 years, so now I have 10 years to play with for story for him. <laughs> what happened to him in those 10 years? It's kind of cool. So, once you adjust your level, then any of the boxes below that have a blue highlight, you can make your choices for. For Ellie, she has none of that stuff. All I believe she gets to do is add some more spells. So, I will go back out to her character sheet. Adding new spells sounds productive. <clears throat> Excuse me. For sure. She now has 38 hit points. Feels good. I'm at 33, so. I think I am also at 38. Yep. Does Ellie have a shield, and why is she not using it if she does? Oh, I super have one for her because now I have Bulwark Breaker. She does have a shield, but what is she? What do you have that she doesn't have? Your armor is probably better than hers. She's only got an AC of 15. I was just looking at it, going, "What the heck?" Hmm. Oh yeah, she's only um... wearing scale mail. Yeah, I have heavy chain. This is scale scale mail. Is she only at fifteen? 
Do you have it equipped? I do. That's strange. I don't have to look at that. I don't think balls give you a plus four in your arc. No, but the shield should give her plus two. The the anal male is 14. <laughs> and then she has a plus two from the shield. Genius is saying that uh, Crixus has balls and Ellie does not. Oh, got it. <clears throat> so when, when you click on the uh, armor class... I would honestly say it would go the other way. <laughs> Having balls is actually a weakness. I would agree. Yeah. Now you know. Um, Annoying's half the battle. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I see it. She's got a negative one dexterity. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. That is another John? super cool thing. Um, clicking on the armor class, it'll actually open up and see the calculation for you. Hmm. I did not think to do that. Are you having some issues there, Kukta? Not at all. Oh, I thought I, looked, I thought you were. Nope. Yes. Trying to Second. spells. Dive around, see what's going on with uh, leveling up. So, Crixus is uh, going to take level five as a cleric, which is super important for the life domain. That'll give me revivify. Which is uh, an important spell for our party because I expect we'll die sometimes. Do you guys, you guys have a three hundred gold diamond? No, maybe. A what? Diamond oh, worth. I mean, the first step is getting three hundred gold. Yeah, I have. I have to check my. I'll have to check my inventory. I thought I had something in there that was precious. Precious. See what Ellie has. I don't know. I thought I'd give you guys a got one somewhere. Yeah, I'm wrong. pretty sure I have something like that. So, are, are you done with your leveling, Crixus? He's got spells to select. Ah. So, I don't have any choices. I get Uncanny Dodge. Ooh. Yep. So, Uncanny what Dodge. What does Uncanny Dodge do? That's a good one. Starting at 5th level, when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack's damage against you. Oh, yeah. So that would be my bonus action would be uh, having the... Uh, is that bonus action or is that... Uh, your ro reaction. Rolling you dice. get one reaction in a round. Uh-huh. It's what you, allows you to take an attack of opportunity. Um... Allows you to uh, use abilities like Hellish Rebuke if you're a Tiefling. Um, it allows you um, to parry if you have the parry ability, which some animals do, creatures do, enemies. Um, various things like that. For a rogue, it's huge deal. Fire Breath comes in, you fail your save. I'd like to Uncanny Dodge. Yep. Um, make your save, Uncanny Dodge, and take nothing. <laughs> So, be be huge in the right moments. Um. So Ellie didn't get any special things, much like Chris, Chris but we have spells to choose. Or actually, you get more spells. You get second level spells, and you get to prepare. Sorry, cleric. They don't choose their spells. They just have a book of spells that they can prepare each day. 
Yeah, and so I um, went ahead and added Animate Dead, just in case we find a frozen pile of bones as we uh, ascend the the mountains. Uh, be cool to have a little skeleton helper. That would be very cool. Um, Zone of Truth seems like something that Ellie would have. Um, Feels right. I'm just poking through her spells, grabbing stuff that looks kind of interesting. Uh, let's see. She's going to prepare you have for something that healer. keeps us all alive against dragons? I'm not sure uh, that exists. Like maybe an anti-dragon something? Would you believe I never actually prepared spells for her? She's been operating off of her always prepared spells this entire time. <laughs> I've right. never cleric people. <laughs> Alright, that's fine. She's been doing well, though. She seems like she's been kicking ass. I ain't mad about it. So you uh, had the opportunity to add a couple spells that... Is that, yeah, is that, is that, that what I'm hearing? For her. Oh. Oh. oh, guidance would be a good thing. Uh, light would be a good thing, being a human. Makes sense. I kind of like Magic Circle, to be honest, for her. Magic Circle? She has Magic Circle. What level is that? The, uh, third, I believe. Third? Magic Circle? Then as long as we stay in the circle, everybody has disadvantage against us. That's kind of cool. Um, oh, let's see. We're, she has Revivify always prepared. Which is big for her. Uh, you took Speak with the Dead Crixus? Uh, uh, animate Dead. Oh, okay. Uh, she's going to take Speak with Dead. Yeah, she can speak to him. I'm going to use him to fight. So. That's that old joke. Um, I, the, the guy goes into the bar looking for an adventurer party, asking to help uh, avenge his dead brother. The ranger says, you have my bow. And the fighter says, you have my axe. And the necromancer says, you have your brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Feels... It feels sick and wrong. I will keep selecting these as we go on. Um, how many spells were you down? Like, how many are you choosing? Oh, I have three more to go out of the nine that were available to her. <laughs> as options. That's a slow clap right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's take Bane. Bane's a good one. Um, Ooh, we actually get Bane? Bane? Like, mask and all? <laughs> yeah. We get to bored. help you. Oh. oh. So you are going to fight a dragon, are you? How funny would it be if that's the dragon's voice? <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. I should have just done it. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Pre-render. Yeah. Oh, that would have been hilarious. You can always uh... make it a Sean Connery voice. Didn't he play a dragon? Shit crush. 
did he play did. Dragon, Dragonheart. Yeah, good, good movies. Oh, Dispel Magic is a fun one. Um, that sounds really dirty. Uh, Dispel Dragon. Magic does. Ellie could cast tongues on. Excuse me. Ellie could cast tongues on Aranon. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna grab Healing Word as well. Does that like seem good? One, yeah. All right. It'd be interesting to see. She did try casting tongues on him. He didn't want it. Or cast her tongue on him. I don't know how passionate was that kiss or not. Didn't sound too great. Middle, <laughs> middling. Eh, you pulled away, so it couldn't have been too good. Yeah, right. Anyway, now that we've all leveled up... Uh, I should refresh your character sheet so I have the latest and greatest. Oh, I should probably just approve mine, huh? Or go back to... Uh... Yeah, once you've made all your selections, you can go back to view character sheet. Hey, Aaron, on you have 38 hit points, too. Yay. Yep. And Staying alive. Staying well. alive. Ah, ah, ah. That will be nice for me as a DM to know that everyone has... Well, maybe not. Rixus, did you go back to your character sheet? Yeah, I'm back to my character sheet. You only have 33 hit points? I do, yeah. You only have a constitution of plus one. Constitutions of one, yeah. And they have constitutions of two. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Feels right to me. Oh, you have an AC of 19, so it's it's that, am I a bag of hit points or am I hard to hit type deal? And that's, Can't those be are everything to everybody. Yeah, exactly. You can you can play it one way or the other. Like if you play a barbarian, chances are you want to build up a massive hit point pool. You want your constitution high and just have a ton of hit points, and then you rage and you're only taking half damage all the time. If you take the totem of the bear, um, and there's otherwise it's uh, a couple of specific kinds of damage that are halved. But that's one option is to have a massive hit point pool, and it doesn't matter what your AC is. Your hit point pool is what keeps you alive. Or in Crixus's case, where he's got 33 hit points, but he has an AC of 19, it becomes incredibly hard to hit him. So he's getting hit less, so he doesn't need as many hit points. The problem with that is one well-timed strike can change the flow of battle drastically. Bad guys roll critical, too. Yep, yes, they do. All right, so we are leveled up and ready to go. Uh, what would you guys like to do? You woke up... In the inn in the morning. So, Crixus is going to um, talk to the group. Yep. We will need some cold weather gear so that we can ascend the Ice Spire Peak. Meeting the dragon would be horrifying enough. Much less if we are exhausted from the cold. Exhausted and cold. Yeah, that's... I feel like we could probably use a little bit of warmth while we're up there. It goes further than exhausted, Crixus. I've been in these mountains before. You'll freeze to death if you aren't prepared. And Ellie kind of swallows hard in that moment. So, 
we should uh head to the um the store, the place of Pandolin. What's the name of it, guys? Uh <laughs> the store What's of up? purchasing. Yeah, the store. I don't have it. I don't have it. I do have it, but I just pulled up the adventuring gear. Let me pull it up. I do have a small bag of diamonds, and uh, I think you need a singular diamond. I have to look at I thought maybe Ellie held on to that. I think Ellie held on to that because uh, she she used it for what to revivify the the other cleric, I believe. At one point, correct? Uh, I don't think she revivified anybody. Uh, I might be getting my games confused. Yeah, That's I think you are. Games. Yeah, no, she's... she probably just got revivified. Yeah, she has it as the always known. So I don't know if that would have oh. just shown up before. I don't know. Is she life domain? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, then we get it at level five. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm. Pretty certain she hasn't used Revivify on, on us yet. Welcome to Two Nerds One Quest, where the dungeon master doesn't know the game. Rules don't matter, and points don't. <laughs> Give yourself uh, a little credit. <laughs> the store uh, isn't a critical piece of information to make sure it's highlighted. Yeah, but exactly. The uh, it's in, it's in the, handling that. The diamond itself is probably not something we can afford. I I have 19 gold. I don't know. I think Crixus would ask the team if they have a diamond because it's a requirement for Revivify, which feels important. Arthens Provisions is the store you would want to go to for. Arthens. Oh. Ellie actually brings up as you guys are talking about diamonds. She said, "Yeah, I'm not going to be able to cast. One of you fall. I'm not going to be able to cast that unless we can get a hold of a diamond like this. I know there's a, a miners exchange here. I don't know if they'd have um, genius. So ge worth genius says that uh, Ellie took it from an orc who was planning to revive a fallen ally." Oh, oh, and that's probably... I never put it in our inventory. No, you probably that's did right. not. That's what it was. Yes, uh -huh. you did get one, and it was from that orc. Yeah, because you asked if I wanted to hold on to it, and then Ellie said that she should hold on to it because she can use it for her spells okay. at some point. Manage equipment. Diamond. You are correct. Thank you, genius. I just I couldn't remember where she got it from. I just know that we had snagged it from something. That's why we pay you the big bucks there, there genius. Add. I'm adding it to our inventory, but the only option I have is a five thousand gold one, so I'm gonna have to put a note on it. Five thousand gold. Let's sell it and get a bunch of little three hundred no, no, gold. It's only three hundred gold diamond. Um. Wow, really? It only allows it to go in D&D &D Beyond, you're weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Did I just mess up? I did just mess up. Son of a. So Crixus is uh, Crixus is headed to Olthons. Is that what we said it was? Orthons. Orthons provisions. Orthons. Provisions. All right, and uh, checking out the prices on snowshoes, cloaks, and I don't know fur. You guys are going up in the mountains, huh? Uh, yeah. Sounds about right. We are uh, headed up to where it's cold. Uh, well, we got some cold weather gear here that I can I can sell. Yeah, yeah, it's got we've got. Um, let's see, where is it? Are you gonna want a climber's kit? Um, that'll help you climb. Yes, and you're going up in the mountains. You probably do. Let's fill this countertop full of wares. Show me your bestest wares, young man. That's um, closed. That's what it is. Like, where? why am I not seeing it? It's, it's not even there. So weird. It'll be a set of clothes. Clothes common. These are common clothes. Just happen to be warm ones. So he starts, he goes in back and he's comes out and he's got uh, this first thing he lays out you kind of look at and he goes that doesn't even look like it is anything it looks like a sheet he said no this 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 will go under your armor you take this and, you, and then you like actually look at it and it's like a very uh, like fur lined hide like a like a wool or sheep's fur that is he said, yes, you just tie this under your armor and then put your armor plate over it and it keeps the cold off your body from your armor. Um, he's got gauntlets, like the heavy mitten type gauntlets and a cloak for each of you and everything he lays out, snowshoes and um, the climber's kit. Um, probably say for the whole of it. Hmm. 27 gold. That's doable. Crixus, I can uh, I can float you some cash. That's that's for all of it. Oh. The 20s. The, it would be 9 gold apiece. Well, that's that even better. Gold. Yeah, done. So, go ahead and remove 9 gold from your inventory. Um, each of you. Go into equipment, click on your currency. Those of you that. Um, well, he's getting down there as far as gold goes, but she does have that diamond. So. If you were a pinch. <laughs> if I remember correctly, everything here was really expensive, right? As far as weapons and armor? Everything here was very basic. None, basic. There isn't weapons or armor. This is a provision store. So this is your clothing, your adventuring gear, yeah. your hammers, crowbars, pitmans, rope. I meant Fandolin um, in general. It was expensive. Uh, yeah. yeah, if you go to the uh, Lion Shield coaster, which is the, the armory, it's everything's pretty pricey as far as um, weapons and armor. Because um, I have 240 gold, 200 copper, and a small bag of diamonds. Well, let, let us go to 
the... So I would like to at least check it out to see if I can maybe get something, maybe a better bow or a better set of uh, light armor. Armor? Uh, what, do you, what, what are you currently rocking for armor, sir? As you guys, as you complete the transaction with Parthen, uh, he says, good luck in the mountains. Stay warm. You guys head south down to the Lion Shield Coaster, um, which is, oh, I forget her name once I know her name. Oh, I know it's a female, so, <laughs> I uh, just have studded I'm, leather, I'm... just light armor, studded leather. Yep. Uh, you walk in and there's a, a, a middle-aged, well, not middle-aged, younger, well, younger to middle-aged human female behind the counter that you recognize because um, from being there before she says hello what can I what can I get for you guys yeah I'm looking for some light armor something a little better than what I have on right now just uh... a little better than what you have on right now light armor what what are you in I studded leather studded leather um, I'm not gonna have much better than that right now as far okay. as light armor goes um, I do. I do have some medium armor. Um, yeah, it's got to be light. I, I tend to move around pretty quickly, and I, I need to have I need to have my room to move. I think you're probably the best you're gonna do, unless you go to some form of enchantment shop. Um, sorry, I, I don't have anything for you here. Uh, you may want to check in Neverwinter. Next time you're there, I don't know how often you get there. Yeah, we've wandered through once or twice. Well, next time you're there, just look for, um, try and see if you can find, uh, a, there are some armor shops there that deal with, like, low-level enchantments stuff. Basic stuff, but that's about the best you're going to find in any shop in the Forgotten Realms, so. Fair enough. Uh, is it... Are you just looking for armor, or were you looking for... Well, but, I mean, do you have anything... Like, I, mean, I have I do, this I... old ratty short bow, and I have a couple of daggers, or... That's kind of what I'm looking for. Daggers or short bow. Or um, any type of bow, I guess. Crossbow. Ah, uh, I... I do. One minute. She goes in back and she comes out and she brings out two um, little, they're small crossbows. Instead of having the stock that goes against your shoulder for the long crossbow, it's a, it's a small little pistol-like crossbow. So I could dual wield? You could be a demon hunter like in Diablo 3. Die, die, die. Or, or yeah, you or... could have like a sword in one hand and a crossbow in the other. Yeah. Do that. It'd be fun. I'm giddy with excitement. Um, how much are those? <laughs> I sell them for twenty-five a piece, usually twenty-five gold a piece. Um, that does not include ammunition. If you want an ammunition, I can get 
You can throw some of that in there for... I don't know, say another five gold. I'll, I'll toss you in 100 bolts for it. How, what's what's the distance on these things? How how far do you think they could shoot? How far do you think they could shoot? Uh, I, I've had them out and back. I've been, um, they can shoot quite a ways. Uh, I mean, reliably, about 80 feet. But I mean, I've been known on a calm day without wind to hit at over 300 feet. Oh boy, that is tempting. Get it. Get it. I just I I see Aaron on with the two of them hiding behind something, popping out, going poof, and then ducking back in. Uh huh. Sorry, my headset. If anyone heard that on the audio. Yeah, I. The problem is I don't want to screw myself on armor. Pat pat. You are probably the best you're gonna do right now on armor, as okay. far as buying from Fandolin. Yeah. Um. Yeah, right, let's going do it. To fight a dragon. Let's do it. So. All right. All right. So that'd be what one fifty? No, fifty-five. Oh, I thought you said a hundred. No, nope. she's gonna give you a hundred. Twenty-five round, a piece. And then five gold for the rounds. Oh, where did 100 I hear a hundred? Oh, what was it? Hundred. Ah. Five gold for a hundred bolts. She says, I'll tell you what, if you buy Lock the if you buy the both of them, I'll throw in the bolts for free. Sold. No brainer. No brainer. Okay, so add two crossbow, comma, light into your inventory. And just search crossbow and they have a range of eighty uh at normal and then Disadvantage up to 320. They do have the loading property. These are specially engineered crossbows to be tight little handheld things. Oh, ammunition. That's, I'm not going to lie, that, that makes me very giddy. Oh, you know what? I, I, am, I am reading this wrong, what I thought it was. It's not a hand crossbow. That I was. What I'm going to say though is I'm going to say screw it as a DM because I like the idea. Well, you said light crossbow. That's what we have. Yeah, but that isn't a hand crossbow. What I was Got describing it. versus what because it has the two-handed property. Uh, Norm, I'm going to take the two-handed property off of it, but they're only going to do one d6 damage. A little bit better. Um, it's just a balance thing. So Getting is two of them at one d8 would be broken if I'm going to allow you to do any of these. Yeah. Um, thinking. You look like you're having second thoughts, she says. Yeah. I'm giving you the option to get out of this if you want to. Now that yeah. you've seen them. It's... I mean, having the dual wield would be fine, but I don't want to break the... I don't want to break the game. Because I know for a fact I'm going to forget. Don't worry about it. So all we're really doing... What's that? All you're really doing is buying a hand crossbow as far as the 1d6, but then we're just increasing the distance. Yeah. 
So buy two hand crossbows, and the rolls will be cracked. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. we just have to remember the distance. Yeah, because there is hand crossbows. I am sorry. Those are light. That's what I was describing. Never mind. You don't want light crossbow. You want hand crossbow. Oh, sorry. Okay. Apologies. Um, I shall keep them with your hand. When she explained the distance, she said 120, and that's a little over 100 feet. Oh, I want that range to be better. It's 30, 120, but that is... I have had one fight as a DM, a DM of five years now. I've had one fight in my life where greater than 100 feet really, truly, honestly mattered. And Ryan was part of that fight and running the entire time trying to get to the enemy. <laughs> Because our rogue went 500 feet down the road and then decided to ambush the people down there instead of waiting for the party. The rogue was doing that for quite a while. <laughs> Ryan's character spent the entire fight just running, trying to get down there and get down there and they're dead. Yeah. Okay, so I have it set. Hand crossbow okay. times two. That is going to be 150 gold, is what she says. Because those are 75 feet. <laughs> You son of a bitch, you just jacked up the price. Oh. I'm still doing it, but damn you. Okay, Okay, good. Again, they'll DM, but it's okay. We're having fun, everyone's smiling and laughing. People that are worried about DMing, just go do it. It's fun. You don't need to be perfect. (laughs) I'm proof. But this deal gets worse every time. Okay, Han. Um, is it Han or Han? That's the real question. Feels like it was a Lando. Oh yeah, you know what? It is actually Lando. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am off my game today. Anyone that was in the pre-show understands why. <laughs> and you can hear that if you go to Patreon. Yeah, nice plug. Nice plug. Uh, all right. So you, so get, you gather up your gear. Outfitted. So, question for you, DM: Do we all yep. have a climber's kit? Um, I'm going to say what he gave you is enough for you guys. Yeah. Um, all to be able to use it. It was. It was not a new kit. It was a used kit, and it looks like it might have been. Like, as you're looking at it and kind of pulling it out, it's all still in relatively good shape. But it looks like this might have been scavenged from someone up in the mountains and brought back as a just bag of climbing gear. There's still blood on it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're finding, like, there's blood on some of it. There's, like, there's an odd set of the, um, uh, what are they called? Um, crampons that you put on your shoes to allow you to climb in the ice there's an actually an odd pair of those like you have two pair that actually match and then there's two other ones that don't match each other got it i am oddly discomforted by this uh i'll wear those ones knock it off oh i'm just talking about the whole set of gear this blood makes me nervous i told you people die in these mountains 
Well, this city is at the base of the mountains. People will sell gear. Why do you think we got it for 25 gold? But it cost three times that much. We bought it brand new. I mean, there's. <clears throat> we got extra pittance here. We got. There's rope. There's. Uh, the crampons, granted, these don't match, but my feet will fit in them. That one will be a little big, but. I'm going to mumble think. under my breath from your mom's a pitten. Um, so she's, uh, you guys get out kind of on the road and Ellie wastes no time. She just starts unbuckling her armor and pulling it off and putting that warm gear on and mittens and tying herself up a little dumb. She doesn't look as bad as the kid from Christmas story, but she's bundled up tight. Looks ready to go. I just can't walk. I'm going to do the same thing. Also, um, Crixus is just going to go outside mm -hmm. and uh, after he's all ready. And um, he's going to start playing the loot. Just, uh, okay. just kind of to calm himself down a little bit. And... Right. Uh, I'm going to start to manipulate the illusions to see if I can, like, recreate the battle against the boar. And uh, I'm going to see if I can uh, do a little song here. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> I'm going to put out a jar with a couple silvers in it just in case, you know, people feel inspired. Okay. So as I start, the loot is creating the illusions of the battle that we fought against the orcs and then against the boar. And Crixus starts to sing. I'll sing you a tale of a party of three. Two nerds and a beauty are we. We fizzled a boar made of sparks. And we toppled the arcs. We will ride again to victory. Dragon Slayer Aranon is ready. With Crick. Crixus and Ellie, our mark be a dragon snow white, onto the ice spire hold, knowing the dale is so cold, help us win this legendary fight. <laughs> That's awesome. There is a there is a small crowd that is gathered around while you were singing. There are a couple of children in there that are just like, oh, and and there's a woman that's like this, just kind of nervous that you're going to fight a dragon. Ellie stopped what she was doing mid like she's tying her, thing and she's just looking at you like, Crixus? <laughs> wow. I mean, I heard you sing before and. Winter, but that was 
You wrote that? I took my inspiration from our battles. That's... Wow. And you notice at this point that people drop some coins in the... Uh, what did you put out, you said? A hat or... Yeah, I just put out a jar with a oh, few jar. silvers in it to yeah. give them the inspiration, but uh, it, it feels like Crixus is, is in need of some money going down the road here, so I'm going to have to start... Uh, Get a job, I guess. Uh, roll. <laughs> roll. Mm, go ahead and roll a d20 and a d6 for me. Get a real job, you hippie. <laughs> Says Aaron, right, uh, you're packing up the loot. <laughs> 18. 18. You, you actually find... 18 gold. You're not sure who dropped it in there, but someone dropped a significant amount of gold in there. Um, also, uh, take inspiration <laughs> if you don't have it, because that was phenomenal. Don't sound. And um, so I was still working on my illusions, but you know, I'm trying to create a dragon with the illusions and things like that. So I'll get better at this. I make imagine. the perform make the performance check. We'll see how good your illusions were. Fifteen. Fifteen. That they were there. You could tell what they were. This is the this is what had the woman enthralled. The kids were just enthralled by the story and they saw the the boar and everything and they're like, cool, but this is what had the woman nervous. Because she saw the lightning bar, and then the dragon you brought in is like this friggin' cool looking thing and breathe ice down on the ground. It was that was freaking cool as hell. <laughs> nice work. All right, so sorry to sidetrack us, but oh, uh, no, you know. that's not sidetracking at all. That is story, man. <laughs> Worth it. Absolutely. So what would you like to do? You, you've earned a little gold. You've sang a tale. You scared some kids and a woman. And Ar Arnon's going to look up from polishing and, and sharpening his sword and say, I'm sorry, what now? What did I miss? <laughs> oh, I, I made a few dollars. Nice. You get backhanded in the shoulder by Ellie. Knock <laughs> <laughs> it off. Why, I can't make jokes? It was... Crixus, it was beautiful. Thank you. I, I look forward to Thank hearing. Thank you, Ellie. I hope the next chat... I can't wait to play some more. I hope the next verse is every bit as good as the first. But you don't want to succeed against the dragon, Aranon? That's what I'm talking about. I'm trying to focus. <laughs> you focus, okay? Wax on, wax off. Paint the fence. Sharpen knife. <laughs> yeah, sharpen sword. On the coat. Up the coat. Did you see the new Karate Kid with Jackie Chan and No. Jaden Smith? That one's actually pretty good. Hmm. Is it? Have... Mm -mm. It's it's entertaining. If you've seen the first one, like the Ralph Macchio ones, it's entertaining to go watch because it's the same type of stuff. By yeah. the way, have we talked at all about Cobra Kai? No, no, we have not. Dear Lord, if you haven't started watching this, this is magic. I need to. I have not yet. I've heard things, good things about it. So it's it's on my list. 
In that moment, suddenly you hear a roar overhead. Do you see the dragon fly over the city? People kind of duck and cover and fly. It's, you guys see it fly up into the mountains. I'm going to pick up a rock and throw it after it. Uh, make a strength check. Find a good rock nearby. Natural 20. At 20. You huck that thing, and it goes up in the air, and it's still going, and it's coming down, and you're tracking it as it's coming down, and it comes down on the other side of the buildings on the next road over, like behind the buildings. Hmm. Almost had him. You did not get its attention. Oh. Probably good, because these people don't want to fight a dragon. Oh, but I don't want to climb into the cold. <laughs> have the gear, you're going to be fine. We'll make a fire, don't worry. <laughs> the dragon circles back, annihilates the town. And... <laughs> As much good as they've done in the world, they annihilated Mandolin. Yeah, but I, do, I mean, I don't have to go in the mountains then. Well, at least yeah. yet. Roll yeah. new character. And that was two nerds in one quest. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Uh, so, you guys head up into the mountains. Morning, mid-morning probably at this point, after the performance and the shopping. Um... Make a survival check as you guys start climbing into the mountains. Eleven. Split the middle. Ten. Split the middle. Ten. You guys find your way up into um, mountains here. What you get out of the area that you would consider... Uh, hills, you're still heading towards the mountain range, kind of following where the dragon sailed off to. Um, as you're approaching, you get into an area where it is almost cliff face. You got about 30 feet of cliff in front of you. Um, climb. Alright. Well, that's what the climber's oh, kit is for, right? Just gonna straight up start climbing. Um, Aranon, Aranon, can you take a look to see if there's a safer path? We'll prepare the climbers' kits in case. Yeah, yeah, I'll go and check it out. I'll go see what I can find. Investigation check. And walk around the cliff face here. 15. 15. Um, you don't find any, like, path or anything, but you do find a place that has um, what seems to be better, like, footholds, handholds. Um, areas like the, the rock face is not so smooth. It's a bit more layered that you have grip that you can grab onto. All right, I'm going to go back and tell Ellie and Crixus, hey, guys, I found a better spot. This is going to be probably a little bit easier, a little, probably a little safer. I'm all for easier. This armor has always been heavy, and then now I got this cold weather gear on it. I'm gonna show us the way. This is the way. Yes. <laughs> I don't know 
know who saw me praying. I was hoping he was going to do it. I was like, I don't want to say it. <laughs> Watch The Mandalorian if you haven't, folks, on Disney+. Plus. Fantastic show. Season 2 coming October 30th. Why am I shilling for Disney? I was going to say, what, you work for Disney now? Yeah, they're going to get theirs. So I am a company man. Da-na-na, Those of you that watch any of the fantasy podcasts for ESPN or listen to any of the oh gosh, I am dropping all kinds of Disney properties here, aren't I? Uh, I feel like that wealth should be shared between all of us. You need to go back and edit this and direct it all to our Patreon. <laughs> it should be showing for us. Um. So you come over to this rock face that is a bit more handholdy and uh, available um, uh, to get up easier. Who's going first? I'll go first. I uh, I have good climbing skills. I was hoping you'd say that. Strength athletics check or none. So I'm assuming second story work does not help in this instance, though. Eat second story work to me. Uh, climbing no longer costs you extra movement, and when you make a running jump, the distance you cover increases by plus four. Um, it does help you. It does help you. So um, we'll, I'll, I'm going to give you. I am. Yeah. Yeah, we'll give you advantage. Advantage on your climb check here. It makes sense. Alright, and what am I comparing it to? What is it? What's the skill? Strength Athletics. Right click to roll at advantage. Yep. Oh. Uh, strength Athletics, right click. Oh, look at that. Roll advantage. It's kind of awesome. Uh, Ten. Ten. You get up there, no problem. Um, a little behind the DM screen had you tried to climb the other place a 10 wouldn't have done it um, so you get up there no problem you have rope stuff climbing gear that you can uh, do what you like to help assist your friends alright so I'm going to climb up and I'm going to you know, stick in the pythons or pittons or whatever you call them so that they can loop their stuff and you know I'm going to kind of clear the path for him all right um thus granting advantage to both of them as they make their strength athletics checks to climb um, ellie goes first and grabs all the stuff and actually kind of surprisingly for uh, as klutzy as she has been sometimes climbs us with grace and ease and gets up to the top and kind of gets up and kind of herself off nice work Crixus, you coming yeah, I'm going to give myself guidance. It's just a cantrip. <laughs> Be the so, last one. Yeah. yeah, why not? Um, athletics is a concern for me. So, here we go. <laughs> what what is what does it do? Ah, can, oh, at advantage, right? Yeah, yeah because you have the stuff. What was the first roll? Two. Oh, jeez. You want to know what the second roll is? Four. Three. <laughs> Three. Three. <laughs> so five, five, all told. 
Roll a d6 for me, Rixus. If it matters, I still have to roll my d4 for... Oh. Uh, at four with five? And the d4, you weren't yes. going to make it. Okay. So roll a d6, five. is that what you said? Yeah, roll a d6, as you get halfway up and you, you slip. It is a six. Good or bad. Oof. You land hard on a rock. As you slip and fall and land hard on your back on a rock on a like a like a boulder sized rock on He the was not close enough for me to like reach down and grab him, right? To like no, reach my hand 15, out. It's a thirty foot cliff, he was fifteen feet up. He took okay. a D six of fall damage for falling ten feet. Maybe uh, your third hand would have done it, but <laughs> maybe All right, so six damage. Yeah, six bludging damage. Ellie kind of reaches in her pack and grabs a rope out and says, here, tie this around you. We'll hang on to this. I'm going to tell Ellie she should have cast the uh, Mattress of Lathander to uh, deaden his fall, or to lighten his fall. It doesn't work that way. It's a nice sentiment. Well. More, it's the other aspect of magic. It's the damaging stuff. Yeah, well. So, at this point, you tie rope around you, and they're holding it, and you get up there. <laughs> up to 30 feet, eventually, with some, some issue. So, um, I do. here's a question. Do we want to, uh, because I have a rope that is 60 feet. Let me check to be sure. Probably 50. 50. It's 50 Usually feet. Do we want to tie this around all of ourselves and kind of go up together? I think we learned a hard lesson here, but it's not a bad idea. Right. Um, where's I'll the middle of it? I'll still go first. And oh, then... kinda... Yeah, but let me find the middle so we can tie it around me first. I'm going to walk in the middle and she's kind of measuring it out. And... You said, is this 50 feet you said? Yep. You see her counting as she's doing this. You know, you could have just uh, folded it in half, right? Did you want to walk 50 feet Not down the road? Not easier with one person. She gets, she gets in and goes, okay, fine, here. And then she ends up tying that part around her. Um, go ahead and make a dexterity check for your thoughts around yourself. Got a nice from not there in the middle. Seven. Twenty-three. Um a make a perception check here or not. Hmm. Eight. Eight. You think you got that rope tied really well, Crixus? <laughs> no one noticed either. <laughs> so noted. Probably don't have it tied so well. Um, Crixus is having a rough day. Crixus is having a day, that's for sure. Ah, ah, ah. So, so you guys are uh, pursuing the... Uh, following, there's a trail actually up at the top of this... Um, this platform where that cliff levels out and runs up kind of narrow and in places but it's still you have like walls it's like a valley 
as you're walking through it. In fact, you can actually put your hands on each side as you kind of navigate some of the places where some rock slide had fallen in. You go up for maybe three or four hours. Um, you get up to a level that actually opens up into a, a larger open area and you see a trail leading off up further into the mountains on the far side. But that's not the first thing you see. The first thing you see is a large hunk of ice at first. As you approach it, you realize that this is not um, not just a hunk of ice, but a, a ogre that has been frozen. Um, like make, he's, he's in a block of ice? Make a nature check as you're kind of looking at this guy. John, he's actually, he's in the block of ice. Like he is a... Kind of. Make I'm a nature make... check. It. I had the same one. Eight. Eight. Ellie Hopefully finished. Ellie got figured out. Yeah, she did. 18, so. Um, I don't know what her nature is, but the 18 on the die will be enough. Um, she's kind of looking at it. As you guys are looking at it, you're going, holy crap, you're more impressed with the fact that this is an ogre. And as she's coming around the front, she said, the dragon did this. And as she says it, you can see that there is like, like it was assaulted in the front by cold and wet that formed ice and is like you see all the projections kind of leading down to the ground that have it like frozen like it's ready to swing it's roaring but got frozen in place I'm going to search the area to see if it dropped anything that we could use like I don't know matches or a flamethrower matches or flamethrower uh, go ahead and make an investigation check 22. 22. As you're kind of, you're looking around and poking around on the on this ogre and you kind of see it and you see something you recognize that is belt. Um, some vials of a red liquid that seem rather familiar to you. But they're encased in the ice. Um, I assume these are potions of healing. All right, uh, I'm going to take this. What's that? Daddy want. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're on want too. Uh, also, I'm not calling you daddy. I'm going to take the strong hand and start kind of chipping away, chiseling away, because I don't want to actually break the vials. Uh, make a dexterity check. Ooh. Five. Five? As you're kind of chipping away at it, you... Ding! And you see the red liquid kind of drain out of one of them. And he's like, stop. We can magic this. We don't need to be so blunt with it. Why didn't you um, say so in the first place? I'm not sure I can do it. 
but you just jumped in right away and took action. Thank you, but it's you no, know, it's it's good in some instances. This one it hurt us a bit. Let's not break the other. Two. Let me let me see if I can figure out how to do this with magic. I, for the life of me, can't. Oh, I know why I can. I'm looking I at the have... going, Why are there no spells here? Why are there no spells on Ellie's spell sheet? I'm looking at Aranon's character sheet. Oh. <laughs> I. Could... Chris says, "I would try Sacred Flame." I could use one of these. <laughs> she kind of laughs as she grabs one of the, the beads on her necklace. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let me see. Sacred Flame's not a bad idea. Um, does... The game note, it doesn't really say anything about heat, but, I mean, it is a flame-like radiance, so... Yeah. Um... I'm gonna tell Ellie, you know, by, by the time you figure out what you want to do, we all could have huddled up next to this guy, and it would have melted already. I'll lean on the damn thing, then. I'm going to give it a hug. She's looking up through her book. She's like looking through her spell book. All right. Um, too cold. I'm letting go. Exactly. I'm going to put my hand up to one, uh, you know, the outside of one, and I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Cast Sacred Flame. Because um, I like the idea. I'm going to say it actually... Because you're not trying to damage with it, you're just trying to warm. Your hand actually, you hold a, um, you create the spell and you kind of hold it there like you would if you were going to hold an attack with it. And holding it there, just pushing, I don't know what Genius said in the chat, but that would be something funny. I think we may have just gotten a show title. <laughs> <laughs> Or I'm completely missing it. My descriptions. No, it's be... good. Oh, okay, good. John. <laughs> yes. Lick the ogre pop. <laughs> how many takes does it get to the... take to get? How many licks does it take to get to the center of the ogre pop? You are. Uh... You're holding the sacred flame in your hand as if you're ready, and there is a amount of heat that comes off it just naturally from it being magic, and you're able to work that in and get to the point where you can at least see them, where you can peck at them with a dagger and chisel them out without damaging them. So you have two potions of healing you can add to your inventory. Who wants them? I need one. I think both me and... Well... I can heal myself if I'm awake. I think you having one, Aranon, would be good. Um, having uh, one of us, me or Crixus, with one, because we can both heal, is also a good idea. I have one already. Well, then give me... Well, do I have one? Does she have one, is the question. Ocean of healing. I do not have one, she says. Yeah, take it. That feels right to me. Ocean. Oops. Manage equipment, not search my equipment. I always do that. I go, I start typing in the search box, and I forget that that's my equipment. That's searching through. Ocean of healing. Add. There we go. All right. 
So you guys proceed on um, out the far side of the this opening and up. At one point, the one side of the cliff falls away, and it is a sheer cliff face, face a la Lord of the Rings, except you don't have two things throwing snowballs at each other out in the distance. It's just windy, cold, and clear. It's actually, at one point, it's kind of breathtaking. Ellie just kind of says, guys, stop. And you panic for a second as she says stop, thinking that something might be wrong. But she says, look, look. And you can see the entirety of the Sword Coast. You can, you can see in the distance, far away, you can see Neverwinter, the city of Neverwinter rising up on the coast. You can actually trace the trail you guys took. You can see the Tribor Trail. You see Phandalin down there. You see Coneyberry. You see the ranch. You see the woods in the distance. Um, you can roughly estimate, because you see where the river runs, you can roughly estimate where um, where um, the ranger guy, his cabin is. <laughs> his name, dang it. But you see all these things you've been um, and, and the adventure you've kind of taken to this point. As you, she just kind of points it out and says, beautiful. And you notice the trees are changing colors down there as fall is setting in. And it is actually a gorgeous, gorgeous sight from where you're standing. Wind kind of whips by you guys gently. Crixus makes a quip and says, romantic, isn't it? Such a beautiful view. And then I look at Aranon. I'm going to give him the finger and continue walking. Um. <laughs> Ellie chuckles and then she winks at you, Crixus, before turning to continue walking as well. <laughs> we'll she, break you down she, yet. She understood you were ribbing Aranon. Had she misunderstood you, that could have gone very differently. Fair. <laughs> um, <Care. laughs> Worth it. Keep... <laughs> um, so you keep heading up the path uh, as you get as you're getting higher and higher in the mountains. Um, it's it's ice. Path is getting icy. Um, I want everyone to make a dexterity check as you're walking along this icy path up in the high in the mountains. Twenty two. Three? <laughs> what are you doing, man? I'm um, telling you. When it rains, it pours, man. Aeronaut. You and Ellie together. Strength checks as Crixus goes over the... I need, well, I need a dexterity check from Crixus again. A, a secondary right. one. And then I need strength checks from Aeronaut and Ellie. At advantage, because we're tied together? Sure. Good because my strength is minus one. Uh, dirty one. <laughs> 14. Okay. 14. So here's what happens Crixus, you go over the edge. You slip and you fall over the edge. Ellie sees it. Ernan sees it. 
Ellie quickly grabs the rope that's tied to her, kind of wraps her arms around it, and braces for the pull that's in initially going to happen. It pulls tight for a fraction of a second, and you realize you're not came loose, Crixus. Ah, oh, shit. Make another dexterity check to grab the rope. Yep. Your dexterity check was the not to hold. Well, Ryan, sure. it was it was it was fun having you on the show. I have a sense that I'll be using my inspiration here, but we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, eight. I'll probably use my inspiration. Probably a good idea. Eleven. Eleven. You're able to grab the rope as it kind of jolts and. Ellie and Aaron are able to hold it. You're hanging from a rope. You see a place you would have landed probably about 50 feet down. As you're hanging from the rope, as you look down, uh, everyone's strength saving throws as we are pulling Crixus up. Crixus, yours is to hang on. Is somebody rolling advantage or are we just doing regular? Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Ah, finally. Uh, everyone just doing regular, because all three of you are rolling. Alright, six. 22 with a crit. 22 with a crit. So, as you guys are pulling, Aranon and... Oh, that was adorable. Aranon and Ellie are both slip a bit, and the rope gives, and in a panic, Crixus, you grab the rock. Instead of the rope thinking that they're coming down after you, and you look up and realize that they aren't, but you start climbing, and you use the rope occasionally to pull and just make sure that they have it, and you see Ellie's head kind of come over and say, are you okay? Crixus is not made for this type of travel. She kind of smiles at you and says, Grab the rope. We'll we'll pull you up. You grab the rope. You're able to kind of wrap it around your arm and get it. And then you kind of use the rope and yourself and them as an anchor point to pull yourself up. You get back onto the path. Your 22 saved your ass. Because <laughs> Aranon had a 3. I had a 6. And Ellie had a 9. Or a 6. Yeah, Ellie had a 9. Nine. Yeah. You would have fallen had you not rolled a 22. The 22, you were able to grab onto the rock. Wow. I would have used that potion of healing already. They would have had to find a way down to you. <laughs> you would have been taken... Um, Could you imagine? 3d6 damage, probably. Falling. Um, actually, right. no, it was 5d6. I said 50 feet down from where you were. All right, so... so back on the path. Tie, <laughs> that could have been lethal. Tie this back around yourself, and I think we all need to triple check your knot. Uh, so go ahead and actually, Ellie says, I'll tie it. And she, she ties a solid knot around you. And she kind of goes over, she, she ties it, ties it tight. And then she kind of looks up at you and hugs you. Said, be careful, please. And then she kisses your cheek as she backs away and... Uh, you guys continue your ascent. Um, 
you're starting to notice that clouds are um you're working your way through some clouds the air is incredibly thin um it is getting late in the day uh the the sun is near set setting as you crest a ridge and in the distance you see a large castle keep hold on one wall like tower and wall and all the crenellation and everything is kind of pushed in on the roof There's rubble there's places where the windows are kind of breaking out and rock has fallen away from it um, it looks long abandoned. And you see the path that kind of winds its way around and up. There's a bridge that connects two parts of it. Um, a smaller, like, what would look like a art house or entryway. Um, and as you're looking at it, you're kind of thinking about it, and you're looking... And, you realize that this castle is actually much if you if those windows are the size of a normal window, a castle's much larger than you initially thought upon first look. Mm. Now that's probably not a guardhouse, but a separate little fortification. Hmm. So the castle is too far away to traverse to tonight yet? You could do it tonight yet? You're going to be doing it in the dark if you get there. Are we on like a flat area, like a space where we could set up camp, like a campfire? Because if it's getting there dark, is, it's going to get really cold. There is a space probably about 20 minutes, half an hour back that was kind of flat that you could have camped out in, out of sight of the castle. Will I have to climb up that wall again? No. Nope, it was after that wall. Then I think we should go back and set up camp. So you head back. Um, it's actually, it kind of opens up and it has kind of like um, not a full cave, but it's an outcropping with a, with a sunken in area that you actually see that there were um, there were people that had been here before. There was wood there from somewhere. Um That is a question. You guys have any wood with you? No. So we could probably use that wood. Also a great question. Um, I have a little tinder box, tinder box and some torches. But I do not have wood. Yeah, same here. So we could probably collect that wood. in the mountains go ahead and make an investigation check one of you at advantage or I'm plus four okay I'll assist you I'm only plus three beat an 18 norm 19 you're a little frustrated as you start your search that you're not, there's no trees around. Uh, there's no, um, there isn't anything. And you're kind of backtracking a little bit and you find this little, um, 
you go back down the trail about 10 feet and you see this little path that it almost isn't a path but going walking the way you were walking there's a reason you wouldn't have seen it because it would the only vision to it would have been behind you as you kept going but it is a narrow it isn't even a path it's a narrow v the the ground actually comes to a point so it's difficult to walk through but you can kind of brace yourself and on the other side of it there's a small clearing where there's what looks like a dead tree that had fallen from above and it's laying there there's pine needles all over the ground the dead brown pine needles that kind of lay there um you're able to hack off chunks of this tree and break apart pieces of it um load it up into a bag or whatever you have with you um, and bring it back to the encampment let's say it takes you an hour just to do that both whether you go back to where you guys are camped and are emptying your bags to just carry stuff back. It takes you about an hour to collect enough firewood for the evening. Um, you do get a fire started and you camp out on the side of this hill. That could have been a cold ass night. <laughs> you talked about getting naked and sleeping together. <laughs> might might have been a reality. Our own D and D version of naked and afraid. Yeah, whoops. Um, so you do have a fire, you do have some rations that you enjoy, and on the side of this mountain in the Ice Spire Peak, just below Ice Spire Hold, you spend a quiet night thinking about the battle to come, and we'll stop there for the week. Oh. Whew. <laughs> yeah, we, we were definitely needing a Crixus for this upcoming battle, so I'm I'm glad you didn't fall and break both of your legs. I do kind of feel like the uh the uh cleric with the heavy armor, giant shield, uh you know, might not be the most nimble as yeah. we climb an icy mountain peak. But, have a hard time dealing with it, yeah. But I I couldn't have imagined sitting at the fire and you're kind of you're kind of mentioning that this this not liking this environment like you said when you got back up i'm not crixus is not made for this environment like i love that he referred to himself in the third person there (laughs) um crixus is too old for this shit and uh (laughs) as you're sitting there and kind of thinking about and talking you're you look at ellie and he's there in the same type of armor carrying a shield and doing it all gracefully and saving your ass on top of it, you have an appreciation for it that might not have been there before. Not saying that that's emotions. It's up to you whether or not that's emotions. But looking at her, you you realize she may be more than you thought she was. Yeah, I mean, I think based on you know everything, the quest that we've been on has been. Um, just kind of a feeling out of all of our party members, but clearly, like, we come together well, and you know, Crixus hasn't kind of, uh, he hasn't been part of a group like this, so this is him learning those kinds of emotional attachments, so. Cool. Very, very cool. Aranon doesn't like emotional attachments. Uh, Aranon's trying to push down, although 
actually what Aranon's probably trying to suppress right now was the the any fear he might have felt of losing one of them trying to ignore that 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 kind of it's ticking at the back of his head but he's like no fuck that that's i don't no i don't care about these people uh-huh. in the back in the back of his mind there's little threads that are connecting to maybe i do kind of care about them at least in the fact that they can keep me alive <laughs> i i was gonna say i care but it's in the regard of how does this help me and keep me alive yeah. versus you guys are my friends where Ellie is full on, you guys are my my friends. Like, yeah, kissing cousins. <laughs> well, no, she's full on. She's she's trying to suppress emotions for Aranon because Aranon doesn't want anything to do with it. She's trying to put that out of her head. Still, it's still a distraction to her. What she, can I however, Dud. This this session, Elias started seeing Crixus for the person he is instead of just the cleric that they found. She's starting to understand a bit better who he is, both through the performance and through saving him when he fell. She feels kind of responsible for both of you, honestly. She's felt responsible for Aaron since the beginning. She saved his ass from a goblin. <laughs> It's true. She's a, she's a firm believer that if she wasn't there, Aranon would be dead by now. <laughs> that is very true. She's probably not. It's probably wrong. accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 that whole uh, that whole uh, what was it Clark Gable thing? That whole thing that they talked about in Back to the Future about saving the saving the guy that got hit by the car, save the guy that was gonna die to a goblin. Kind of develops feelings for him as he's taking care of him. That's where she Makes went. Sense. Awesome. All right. Yeah. On that note, let's close this shop up and get ready for next week, I guess. Yeah. So uh, we are all on Twitter. Uh, that is JC, the DM, Wildfire1265, W I L D F I R E 1265. Cooch is Crazy Cooch, C R A Z Y K O O C H. And I am Tom M. Norman, T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M-A-N. And we have Two Nerds, One Quest on Twitter. Search for us. Voting for a show title. If you go to tommmnorm.showbot.tv, you can vote for a show title. The show titles from last week are still in there, Norm. Yeah, probably. I Um, I always forget to close those out. Um, Me loving a good pun, you're not a good check, was... And how prevalent that was in this in this episode. <laughs> I kind of like that one. There are funnier ones, but the not a good check wordplay gets my vote. Uh, let's see here. Let me just do in show titles right now. Let's take a look. Do to do. I I am a firm believer in lick the ogre pop. The Ogre Pop's good. I wasn't there in the reaction to that because I don't have the chat up. I gotta remember to do that next week. Um, I do like Lick the Ogre Pop. Go with Lick the Ogre on that one. Alright. That one. Although not a good check is very excellent. That's a great word. Both of these came from Genius Uh this time. 
Okay. I am I am down for for either one. Go with lick the ogre pop. Alright. We will you guys both we shall down. lick the ogre pop. It seems I brand with the rest of the show titles too. It does. Um also, while I'm thinking about it, Patreon. John mentioned it earlier. Patreon.com slash tuners one quest. Uh if you feel like supporting us, uh buck a month, three bucks a month doesn't matter uh you get some cool stuff access to our we have some uh locked discord channels join our discord have some conversations with us we had somebody ask us a question last week in there uh which uh about their setup um you get the patreon a specific feed for the podcast for you where you get the pre-show post-show uh, last week we ended up with like almost a half hour of extra extra show that's in that Patreon feed, so you'll get the backlog of episodes if you want to listen to pre-show, post-show. Uh, Here's it'll a help joke us. I pre-show. Good and John's times. wonderful pre-show joke this this week, yeah. Shrug. Clean joke, I swear. It is actually it's kind of visual though, so I don't know the podcast that. Yeah. It's fine, but yeah, take a look. Uh, if you have a spare dollar a month, throw in our direction. It would help in uh, covering some of the costs. Uh, Patreon.com slash Two Nerds One Quest. And for that, we are finishing the show. For JC and for Cooch, I am Norm. Boomtown, get them. Later. Look out for the dragon. Mind the big rocks. Mind the gap.